All right, guys, welcome to today's show. And on the show with me today, I got to sit down and talk with my wife. And actually, we are doing a co what what is a co intro? Oh yeah, co intro. Yeah, this is the first time we've ever done that. So super special. We got to talk about a lot of really cool things. Everything from like we hit on a lot of topics. Oh yeah, goals for twenty twenty one to trips to rabbit hunting cooking how to cook gang meat all sorts of stuff yeah so it was a lot of fun i think people are going to enjoy it and i just i hope you continue to get into hunting yeah like i think i will as the years go on and i want you to connect with other like female hunters there's been plenty of people who are like she can totally come hunting with i think me. i I'll just be her hunting buddy i think i just feel like inadequate is that right the word the right word yeah but like i just don't know enough i'm not confident enough in it yet but there's plenty of people i mean it doesn't have to be i mean if you're new to something you're always going to feel that way yeah that's true. and even now it's like there's people who i i meet or i talk to about hunting or fishing and i'm like i don't know anywhere near as much as them yeah but you still do know a lot about a lot of different things well and that's fine but it's like you can always know more so as long as you're Willing to be a student, it doesn't matter how much you know as long as you're willing to learn. Yeah. So maybe we just need to get you connected with a couple different people and start hunting more and see see if you love it. And if you don't, that's fine. But I think it's something you could really enjoy. Yeah. And guys, if you're listening and your wife or girlfriend hunts or doesn't hunt, this is a great episode to listen to to together. Wait to listen to this until you're with Yeah, push pause and then turn it on while you're cooking dinner or cleaning up the house at the end of the day and just let her listen in. You'll thank me later. Like he was doing things that were just badass. That was one of the coolest moments of my life. I was really scared, but knowing that Dan had the gun, I did have the rifle. Like we would be okay. All right, guys, welcome to today's episode of the podcast. And on the show with me today is my beautiful wife, Samantha Matthews. Hi, guys. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) That was so sweet and innocent. Well, I didn't want to be like, hey. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. (laughs) Don't let her fool you. She's a stone cold killer. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I I don't even know what to say. I don't even know how to I'm the best wife around, babe. You're going to go hunting all the time. Around. Nothing's ever going to keep her down. All right, no more singing on this podcast. Um, Well, we're going to talk about a bunch of different stuff today. We're going to talk a little bit about a rabbit hunt that we did that last fall, um, what she thought about it. We're also going to talk about a trip that I have coming up to Alaska. She does not super jealous, by the way. So she's kind of jealous. And then I've got another trip coming up this fall that will be out in Colorado. She'll get to come out to Colorado, but she won't be on the hunting trip. Hashtag for that mom life. Yeah. Mom life is exactly right. So yeah, we're going to cover a wide range of things. Oh, and in addition to all of that, we're going to talk about just being a hunter's wife and what that looks like. Yes. We have been talking a lot about, sorry, Dan's trying to teach me how to do this over here. Is that right? Sure. Okay. Yeah. On TikTok, we've shared a lot about like, why like hunters wives of hunters and the struggles the struggles of like being married and how 
you know, how that works with being a hunter, but wanting to hunt all the time, but yet, you know, having a wife and kids at home and we've gotten a lot of feedback. So we'll share our perspective. Yeah, it's funny. I'll, I'll post a video that I'm like, surely people are going to be able to relate to this. Yes. And it gets like a thousand views. And then I post something about <laughs> having a wife who <laughs> is like, where are you all the time? You're always gone hunting. And it'll get like 900,000 views. Because it's relatable. Yeah. All the guys are like, all my the guys are sharing My wife won't let wife. me hunt. Yeah, that, one of his has like, what, thou, a couple thousand views or a couple thousand shares. No, it had, this morning when I woke up, it had 8,500 shares. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I kind of feel bad for the the girls on the other end. Like, who's receiving this? So maybe we can just well, explain I our always, heart behind it. I, I go through and I try to respond to all the comments on them. And I'm normally like, wow, this is getting personal. You're just straight out calling out yeah, your husband. Yeah, like they're like tagging their wife and like husband in the or post. Or like, hey, babe, this is going to be me once we're married. And I'm like, oh, don't start at that least way. You're, at least you're... Like up front. Up front, and they know what they're getting into. That's true. You didn't fully know what you're... I mean, you knew I hunted. Yeah, I knew you hunted, and I didn't know, like, what that really entailed. You know, I was like, oh, it's hunting a couple times a year. You know, I eat game meat, and you wear camo. That's, like, pretty much it. <laughs> I didn't know... I think the biggest surprise was that it wasn't just one season. I mean, yeah. for some hunters, it is. Sometimes they're just... You know, they just do deer hunting. Sometimes they just hunt turkey, but Dan hunts everything. And so deer season would get over and I'd be like, sweet, awesome. And then he'd be like, the next week he'd be like, all right, it's coyote season or it's turkey or it's, I'm like, there's legit something to hunt every weekend. So every single time of the year it's hunting or fishing or trapping or scouting. It's never ending. There's no like breaks from it. I started to look at it as a good thing, like as a blessing because we want it would provide for our family, like meat wise, like food wise. Yes, it costs to buy the tags and to buy the ammo and the, you know, attire and stuff. But it was a blessing to our family that way. And I feel like the older I'm getting or the more, like the longer we've been married and then with the kids getting older, I kind of enjoy the alone time because the kids go to bed early. And if he's, you know, out hunting overnight or whatever, like, you know, you're somewhere out with guys, like I kind of have my time. And so, yes, I enjoy doing it with you, but yeah, if your spouse doesn't, isn't okay with being alone, it's going to be miserable for them. If you're a hunter. Yeah. I mean, it's not like there are times that I do get lonely and I'm like, okay, but I just am honest with you. And I'm like, all right, I kind of need, you know, this time. And you're like, okay. And he doesn't go like last week. You were like, okay, so hold on. Let's talk through this real quick. You were gone Monday night or no, it was frog gigging Wednesday night, Thursday night until 4 Mm a.m. You were gone Thursday night until 4 a.m. Yeah. You're wanting to go play basketball tonight. You're yep. wanting to go to guys night tomorrow night. Yep. Or like it was yeah. just like, a there was something series. every night. And I just had to be honest with him. Like, I do miss you. And he was like, all right, I'll stay home. Yep. And so I think if you have like, you know, you just talk about it and you have, you know, good Healthy conversation. Yeah. If you, if you can communicate clearly with your spouse and like both of you are communicating expectations and, um, desires and all that, it should be fine. Yeah. So. I mean, you've been super cool about letting me go out and hunt whenever. And I say letting. Every time I say letting <laughs> on a video, people are like, letting. letting you. you have to ask for permission. I'm like, no, but I do love my wife and I value her opinion. And so oh, you're the best. I'm going to ask and be like, hey, do we have anything? I'm not just going to assume that I can go and do whatever I want whenever I want because 
we have kids. Yeah. It's not like you have kids. Yeah, exactly. That you have, you have to take care of, like we do together. Yeah. We have a house. We have bills. Like, mm-hmm. it's a team deal. So. For sure. But you've been coming out hunting with me a lot more. That's another thing that I get comments on all the time. Mm-hmm. Is like, invite her out. Invite yeah. her out. And I'll be like, we well, get both perspectives because I have. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, we have two kids, and so. We do have other responsibilities. It's not like we can both just take off because where are the kids going to be? Yeah. And Our family does like, help a lot. They're a huge oh, blessing, yeah. but we don't want to take advantage of it because there's times where we really need it. So, Well, there's some like BA chicks out there that are like, I killed my For first sure. buck with my son in a backpack on my back. Like Dang. I shot it with a bow. I stalked it through the woods and I'm like. I feel like that would have been me cool. like with Canyon. Our first, he was like. Where did, we went to a comedy night one night at a bar, oh, <laughs> and yeah. he came in a we car did. seat, and he was just like under the table oh, sleeping. He should not have been there. <laughs> he should we, not looking have. back. We're like that was a bad. That was move probably stupid. But um, I feel like that would have been me. I just didn't. I don't have the knowledge, and I don't have the confidence yet to do it on my own. I do feel like this year for deer season, I would be real comfortable hunting on our property by if, myself. If you had a ground blind. <laughs> um, no, because that's okay. I would. I can climb up that ladder stand i just don't do well with the tree peg stands like yeah. whatever they're called oh mm-mm, nope i'm out <laughs> i wouldn't make it up the I tree did, alone I, if you go out there i'm sending the cameras with you and you have to film everything because <laughs> i want to see time. what happens when a deer comes in and you're all by yourself i would probably pee my pants i'd be so excited but how cool like what what a great feeling for you to be laying in bed one morning and just hear and you're like oh my gosh my and then I'm like, oh, oh, without me. Did she just shoot the big one? Because <laughs> if so, I am going to cry. It would be a yes. Oh, man. That would but be yeah, so you know, because how far is our stand from here? A couple hundred yards. Yeah, not far. I feel like I would be okay walking in the dark <laughs> alone, you know, to walk to the stand. So I feel like the more I do it, the more comfortable I get. But that's the biggest thing. I'm just not comfortable enough to do it on my own or to go out with you as much. Um, but the more I do it the better I'll get more comfortable. Yeah. I think you'll be good. Like once we, once you're out there more, what would you, I mean, you'd want a rifle hunt, right? Yeah, probably. Cause we need to get a bow for you. I mean, I do have good aim with a rifle, so you do. It's true. (laughs) I do want to try bow hunting. I used to shoot recurve bow when we lived in Colorado. There was, um, like ladies night at the bow range and it was fun. The indoor range. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's another thing. Like, you know, just making time for learning a new hobby. Yeah, that'd be a lot. Oh, nice. Are you just watching? Long yeah, I'm watching. We're on live comments. TikTok while Dan is recording, and I figured I would just watch comments. Yeah, so. maybe we'll do some Q and A's. Yeah, along in along with this episode, but let's talk about the the rabbit hunt for a little bit. Okay. Because you had hunted a couple things with me, right? You had gone out duck hunting. Yep. Deer hunting. Um, you've deer hunted in Wisconsin with my mom, but never had like a license. No. And I, I did have a small game license, right? I mean, I couldn't remember if I had the, I couldn't remember if I had the license or if I was just coming with you, but I did carry, um, yeah, going into rabbit hunting, I didn't really know what to expect. The only thing I'd experienced thus far was Dan's friend, Tony, they, when we (laughs) lived on some property, um, after they hunted, I saw the rabbit, um, with no fur. And then the next thing it was on the grill and then the next thing was on my plate. And so seeing it first like that, I think was hard for me to then be like, oh yeah, let's go hunt. And, um, I don't know, but Dan was explaining how the dogs, what kind of dog was it again? 
like the wiener oh, dog, the beagle, the beagle, the little beagles, and how um, they. I'm gonna get all the wording wrong, but how they help like sniff out the rabbits and yeah. kind of find them in the brush, um, and that was intriguing to me. And so, yeah, I was looking forward to like seeing the dogs work and do their job as little rabbit hunters. Well, and that was cool. What was the dog's name? Do you remember? Uh, Lily or Daisy? Was something. it also Daisy? Lady. Lady. Is that right? Yeah, it was Lady okay. for sure. Um, yeah, Lady was like barely any bigger than the rabbit. She was so cute. She was so, and tiny. so excited. And she's like 11 years old or something like yeah. that. But she would crawl underneath these brush piles where you wouldn't You'd be think like, where a is dog she? could fit in. <laughs> exactly. And then you'd just hear like, I mean, it was just like the oldest, <laughs> but like, so it, yeah, you look at her walking into it and you're like, all right, she's an old lady. And then all of a sudden she gets on the track of a rabbit and it is game time. And she is as excited as yeah. possible. Her tail's whipping a thousand miles an hour. She's chasing them through the Creek bottom. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was cool. And then you had to explain to me, okay, when, you know, the dog goes in, you hold your gun ready, you aim, but then you have to be careful where you move your barrel because everyone's on either side of the yeah, pile. Yeah, we're all standing. At that point, there were four of us. Yeah. And so we were all four on different sides. So we all talked about, like, us, wasn't it you and me on one side that if the rabbit came this way, like, you and I would get it if it came yeah. on that, their side. So, yeah, that was, like, you know, learning the safety side of it. and. Well, and the brush pile wasn't a small one. No, like some huge. of the ones that you go to are like knee high and like this was like taller than around. us. This was like the size of two big SUVs, like side by side. Yeah, probably so, so wide. Then we were all four on different corners, and we couldn't necessarily see each other. You may be able to see one or two other people, but definitely not the person on the opposite side. Yeah, and so just being ready and waiting for the rabbits to come out, and typically. Like, you're not ready for a rabbit to shoot out until you hear that first bellow from the yes. dog. And then once you hear that, it's like, okay, now we're ready. You kind of like... <laughs> I'm going to cover this side. You're going to cover anxious. that side. Like, mm -hmm. make sure we're not shooting while it's in between us. We're letting it get past. Yeah. And so then they just started shooting out. Oh, my like, gosh. And they run so fast. Oh, yeah. That's what I didn't expect, too. Yeah, you have to be really ready. Didn't I take, like, the second shot at one? One of the other guys shot missed yeah, I, I took so. missed and then you got it on the third i think it was something like that it was so fast because i know that most of the time in hunting i guess whether it's a duck depends on the animal you almost shoot ahead of it mm -hmm. so that yeah. you get it and so i you know trying to figure out the balance of shooting ahead but not too far ahead but enough to where if it's running fast you can yeah. still get it well and there's guys who do this with 22s oh, so wow. like it's not even bird shot that's like spreading out yeah it is one single that's some talent right there. Rifle or yeah, bullet. I guess it's still a rifle slug. Yeah. Um, yeah. One single projectile going after it, but there's hardly any recoil and you can stay on it. And typically when you shoot at 22, you can see where you're missing. Mm -hmm. And so it's like pop, 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 pop. I mean, you can oh, shoot yeah, it you fast see the ground. Yeah. and then you just kind of like move into it. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. But shotgun hunting is way easier, but you lose more meat just from damage from the pellets and yeah. stuff. It was so, a cool experience. It was a lot of fun. I think a couple of them I hunted a couple of the piles, but then the rest I was like, I'll just watch you do it. Because I do enjoy, like, I mean, whenever that goes back to, like, Dan hunting a lot is, I know it's something he loves to do and he has a passion for, and I enjoy seeing him do those things, and I enjoy 
you know, kind of just observing. So for the rest of the day, I was kind of like, all right, you do your thing. I'll just kind of watch and, you know, you're in your element. Well, the unfortunate thing is that that pile that we hunted and had the most success out of Mm -hmm. is now gone. Oh, no. It got burned to the ground. Oh, yeah. So the guy who runs cattle out there, they do brush cleanup all the time. And so that was just a pile that they had created with a bunch of, like, yeah. limbs and stuff that had You're fallen. Like, don't touch it i know i wish they just wouldn't touch any of those piles yeah. because they all hold rabbits but was it in their way for farming no not necessarily in their way but i just think they're they're trying to clean it up because yeah. you remember when we used to live out there there were like four different brush piles all on the back oh 40, yeah uh-huh and those were killer for rabbits like you we'd go out there yeah every saturday there morning one, dan would go out and just there was one day that me and Chris and his brother went out there, or and his dad went out there, uh-huh. and we killed like seventeen rabbits out of that one, or out of the brush piles oh on my the gosh. back property. I'm always like, just give the rabbits to your friends. <laughs> I, know, I don't want them, <laughs> but they're good. They really are. It, you just you have to get. I past think I the did. Idea. Yeah, I think that first time because I did see it skinned. Is that it? Skinned, yeah. and then on my plate, I just wasn't ready for it. But if you would have just given me a cooked rabbit leg or mm-hmm whatever it is, like I would have been fine. I feel like that's how it is with most of this stuff. Yeah. Like if you just get it served to you, yeah. you try it and you're like, wow, this is delicious. What is it? But yeah, when you're not used to hunting mm-hmm. and harvesting meat from animals, like it's weird to see every step of it. Like you yeah. carrying it home in a bag mm-hmm. or like in a pouch and then you skin it, yeah. and then you gut it, and then you cut it up, and then you prepare it. And so, like, yeah, if you just brought it to me processed and said, Hey, will you cook this? Absolutely. Yeah. I immediately go to like Google or Pinterest or something, and I'm like, Rabbit recipes. And I usually find like three to four different recipes, cook them three to four different ways so that we can really see how we like it. You know, do we like it, I don't know, grilled, oven roasted, you know, sauteed? Like, what? What seasonings do we like on it? Because then I can kind of tell for myself, like, do I like it? I'm not going to try it once and, you know, knock it. But yeah, I think it probably would have been a little different. So maybe if you get rabbits this year, <laughs> brings them home already processed and yeah. we'll see. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, like trying a bunch of different game meat, even even like when I mentioned heart and tongue to you. Yeah. You're like, wait, what? That is yes. so weird. But again, if it's just served to you you don't really think a whole lot of it. Yeah. It's just... It's just meat. Like, oh, this is meat. Wow, yeah. this is really good meat. What is it? A tongue. Yeah. And you're like, wait, uh. what? A tongue? <laughs> don't tell but me that. it's just a muscle. Yeah, You know what true. I mean? Like, that's just as weird as, like, hey, I just cut the, Calf. the thigh <laughs> yeah. off of a deer. Yeah, that's And true. now I'm eating it. Or, like, a deer's shoulder or a deer's ribs. Like... Yeah, when you none, explain None it of it's way. normal. None of it is, like... I don't know how to say it. Acceptable. Yeah. You just have to disassociate it with it. You're, you like have to disassociate animal. it from the animal. Yeah. And then you're good to go. But yeah, we're definitely going to be hunting a lot more this fall. And Drew's new property, uh-huh. going out there, he has awesome brush piles. And oh, we yeah. Could, we could take out a lot of rabbits. Nice. And he only has five acres out there. But we see him out here all the time. So yeah. maybe we need to get Andrew and oh, his yeah. new dog. I don't remember his new dog's name. I'm not sure. But anyways, it's a new dog that he's been training. Hopefully, we can get it out Hopefully this year. Hopefully, it's just as good. 
but I want to get a dog so bad. I know. Dina's been talking about getting a dog. My sister just bred her dog and got a little puppy, and everyone's like, get it. But we really want a dog that's trained well for hunting. We I mean, with how much that Dan goes useful. hunting. Like, <laughs> yes, the dog needs to have a job and, like, know its job. and But also that's good with the kids and, you know, well-behaved. So maybe, yeah, like, after these like, two campers. So I want to show you after we get off of here. There's, like, I don't remember the exact name of it. But there's an organization, it's like the Versatile Hunting Dog Association or something like that. Uh-huh. And it's it's for people who want a dog to do more than just duck hunt or more than just rabbit hunt. And so, like, you can get a dog and have it trained by one of these versatile hunting dog people. Uh-huh. And they'll train it for, like, shed hunting. They'll train it for See, what I want. waterfowl hunting, for blood tracking. So, like, last year, your deer that oh, you got. Yeah. Um, you just bring the, the dog out and you put it down. And I mean, it just like goes and finds the deer. So then you just get the dog and you bring it there to get trained. Exactly. Nice. Or see, that's what we want. They, we want to wait till we can afford to buy the dog and do the training all at once. We don't yeah. want to try to get the dog and be well, like, and oh, it's a it's lot of money. Really but like you have to understand. I, I, I see people with dogs all the time that are terrible. Yeah. But I mean, if and they're not, like if they're just using looking, it for like a house dog or like yeah, a family but dog. Even then, like yeah, at true. least get your dog trained or do the work to train it yourself so that when you tell the dog, no, lay down, yeah. <laughs> it stops what it's doing and lays down. Unlike some people who you turn away and all of a sudden their dog's got its front feet on the counter eating the food that you just spent time making. Yeah. You know. That's true. I'm not about that. I don't want another child. No, you don't. Yeah, it's kind you of You want awful, something but... that's going to add. Well, then I think one thing that I thought would get you really on board for a dog soon is we've I'm had already some on board. weird stuff happening. Oh, yeah, we have. I do want here. a dog to protect me. Yeah. So a couple weeks ago, I was out at Guy's Night on the main hunting property. We were just hanging out. Which is like 20 minutes. Yeah, like 20 to 25. Yeah. And we were wrapping up there. And I get a call from Sam, and she's like, babe, I just heard, like, someone tapping on the window. Okay, let me give you a backstory. I was sitting in bed. I had our blinds closed, but there was a little bit at the bottom, like, cracked open. And usually on Thursday nights when Dan goes to guys night or he's gone, I just hop on TikTok Live so I have, like, something to do and just, like, chat with some friends. So I'm on TikTok Live, and all of a sudden I hear this, like, I can't hear it, just, like, tap, tap, tap. And I'm like... I look at the window and like freeze up. I'm like, oh my gosh. I grab my phone and I run out the bedroom into our kitchen, which has no windows. And I'm staying there and I'm like, okay. So I don't know. That could have been a June bug because the window, like they could see the light and it could just be them flying at the window, but it could not be. And someone could be outside like staring, but I'm like, I'm like, I probably just freaked out. And, you know, jump to conclusions. But anyways, I called Dan. He was like, all right, I'll head home. You, like, flew home. Oh, I Because <laughs> I was so nervous. I, like, locked the door, grabbed a kitchen knife because that's all I had. Dan well, took I was all like, the guns. I was like, grab the shotgun. And she's like, uh, it's I'm not like, here. I'm like, I see and a I BB like, gun. That's oh, it. Oh, no. Because I brought them out to guys night. And yeah. so she didn't have anything here with her. So I just literally posted up in the kitchen. And he called our landowner. And he walked around the property. Didn't see anything. But I was like, I'll just chill in here. And we like, I mean, we're out on 20 acres. We live next to like a few neighbors, but like no one's out here. Oh, so we, I'm like, oh, it's nothing. We're literally like, it's fine. hundreds of yards, probably close to a quarter mile from any neighbors. Yeah. And so I'm like, it's no big deal. Like we don't, Dan locks our doors at night, but like most of the time when I'm here, I just forget. 
Um, well, I called because the, we're safe. I called like, the guy whose property we live on. And I was like, hey, can you go walk around? He's like Sam sitting in the kitchen with a knife. <laughs> yeah, on TikTok Live. On TikTok Live. And I was like, can you just go walk around and check mm-hmm. to make sure? I said, I'm on my way home, but just go check. So he walks he around with was the crazy. dog. And like Cooper is such a good dog. He'll alert you if there's anybody Yeah, he's there. a yellow lab. He's the best. And so I'm like, all right, he walked around. You're good to go. I'm almost home. So I don't think anything of it no. for a while. I just chalk it all up as... As a June bug, as June hit bugs on the windows. Sam's window. And then, when was it? Two nights ago. Yeah. I went back out to the main hunting property and I was checking trail cameras and putting out more corn. And I'm on TikTok Live again. And in my yep. bedroom, the blinds are closed, and I hear this knock, 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 and I'm like, oh my god. Well, gosh. hold on. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. I go out there and it's our owner, and I open the door. I'm like, I'm like, you cannot scare me like that. Like, haha. I'm like, you know what happened last time? And he's like, Sam someone just knocked on our door and then they did again and i'm like wait what and he was like yeah it was like bam bam and then it paused and he like did something and then they did it again and i'm like okay he's like so just lock your doors he's like where's dan i'm like i'll call him right now and get him at home i had to call you like four times because you didn't answer did you get all my calls i didn't get a single call what? the only thing i had were two text messages that said that call me call me call me okay and so then i called you multiple times so those, it must have been the I service called. yeah and i was like babe I'm like, there's someone knocking on his door. Like, we need to, um, I'm like, you need to get home. I'm like, I'm in the kitchen, and the shotgun was here. So yeah. I loaded it, um, and then again, just kind of hung out and waited. <laughs> and then you got home, and you were like, all right, I'm walking around. Yeah. So what had happened is he heard the two loud, like, on the back of his house. Yeah. And... He went outside. And, and it wasn't a firework because I didn't hear it. None of the neighbors no, heard it. He, well, he walked around and he's looking to see what it was. Yeah. And then he came back inside and his wife was like, hey, it was probably just a firework. Yeah. Someone's shooting it off. And so he climbs in bed, shuts the lights off, and all of a sudden they hear it again. And his wife was like, that, was that is not, a, not firework. a firework. That is somebody at the back of the house pounding on the wall. And so he went I'm out. I'm like getting chills. And he walked around the property again with his flashlight and his pistol, fired a couple rounds off into the woods. And when he came to our door, he was pretty, like, serious, like, shooken up almost. And And I was like, okay, he means business. Oh, no. Like, he's a very easygoing dude, doesn't get, like, shaken by anything. But the fact that somebody was here on the property, and, I mean, you, it's not even, like, an easy open field walk. Like, in order to get to where we are, you have to go through the woods quite a ways. And so... That's where, yeah. Anyways, I, it was I, I nothing. I came home and, and you said you had heard something again. I thought I heard another one as again. I was pulling up the driveway. So we walked around and looked. And so to this Set point, off a couple we still shots don't in the woods. know what it was. Yeah. Or who it was. Last I night, was, Dan was gone again. And I put a blanket up on the blinds to where you couldn't even see in at all. Because we don't have curtains. It's just a blind. But, you know, you can still see in through, like, the little cracks of it. So I, like, put the blanket up before it was dark. Before I mean, it was just, like, dusk and stuff. I went and made sure, and you couldn't see daylight through it. And so I was like, yes. all right. I'm like, I'm not messing around. Had the shotgun sit by me. I'm like, if someone walks in, they're done. Game over. Game over. Well, that, yeah. So, yeah, so a dog would definitely help. A dog would help. That's a, <laughs> That was the long point to our story. Very long. Um, We need to... Well, and thinking about like me being gone coming up because yeah. I've got a trip to Alaska. Yeah. Here in like 20 days. That's crazy. Are you excited? 
Have you like, has it I, even hit you that you're about to go? It hasn't hit me because we just started renovating two campers. Mm-hmm. You just started a new surrogacy journey with, yeah. a couple. I mean, I guess we started yeah. a new surrogacy journey with a couple. So there's a lot going on on top of that. It was like, and it's not like you have to do much prep. My birthday's prep coming up. Like your mom took the kids this weekend. Like there's just stuff everywhere you turn, there's something happening. Yeah. And so I haven't thought fully about the trip, but now thinking about it, I'm like, Three weeks from now, I will be landing. Oh my gosh, in I'm so jealous. The, so <sighs> we've only been there one time, and Sam and I went together, and it was the best, and it was amazing. It's so great. But now I'm going with two other guys. Yeah, which is going to be fun, but it's going to be different. Yeah, you'll have fun though. You really will. I mean, it'll just be more adventure. Which we did stuff the whole time too. Like right when we got off the plane, we like hiked up Kashmir off mountain, like right away. Um, eight berries, salmon berries walking up and oh, you're going to have such a great time. Dave's going to go good. fishing again and hunting and bear sighting. What are and, you doing? Are you staying with your mom? Um, I probably will for a couple days. Um, actually she wants to go camping to oh, some nice. resort in Branson's. We'll probably go there a couple days, probably stay here a couple days, probably stay with Jamie and Chris. So I'll hop around. I do like my free time, so I don't want to be there, you know, Yeah, the whole time, the whole time. Um, and I want to keep the kids somewhat on a schedule. I do do well without Dan. I don't want that to sound like weird, but like whenever you hunted in Colorado, I just had to mentally prepare myself because you were gone what seven days? Yeah. Um, no. with no service. No. Oh yeah, for the with no goat. service. Um, when he went mountain goating, mountain goat hunting with his friend, and I had to like clear my schedule where I had nothing to focus on but the kids, and you know, be fully present with them, and so. I think I'll do okay. Well, and like this trip to Alaska, I'll have cell service yes. the whole time. Like I'll be several hours. The mountain go hunting was hard because I'm like, okay, is he alive? When is yeah, he coming back? Like I had no clue no, when you were coming back. Well, and at the time I didn't realize I had a way to communicate with you while I was up there. Yeah. Still bitter about but that. It was, it was another guy that came with. He had a, an in-reach deal and I thought it was like a GPS which it is, but that specific, um, like, Garmin model, you can sync to your phone and then text on your phone. It'll relay through that, use it, like, as basically a cell tower, and then send it to whoever. And the whole time we were up there, he he had been texting his wife. (laughs) And I had no idea. And then on the way home, I was like, oh, my gosh, I can't wait to talk to my wife, like, that's when I was trying to call and text you, but yeah. I don't know if it didn't go through or you were doing something. All right, guys, if you enjoy this show and you want to know how to make your own, I'm going to tell you about something called Anchor. It's an app that I've been using ever since I started, and it's completely free. Like I said, I've used it from the get-go, and I haven't had to pay a single penny to distribute my podcast through this app. They've got creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone, tablet, computer, so you don't have to get a bunch of fancy equipment in order to get started. Now you can also add songs directly from Spotify into your episodes. So, I mean, you can create whatever you want, something that nobody's ever heard before, and it's so easy. Just click and drag. Anchor is also going to help you distribute your podcast, and so you don't have to upload it to all of these different platforms. Anchor can be that central hub that your podcast goes out to all of the other platforms through and you can make money without any minimum listenership. 
So, I mean, you heard that right. You can actually start making money right away, no matter how many listeners you have. So what I'm getting at is it's basically everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So go and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So I I was trying to call you and text you and you were like, I don't know what you were doing, but basically you weren't answering. And I was like, man, I just can't wait to get a hold of my wife. And yeah. he was like, oh, I talk, I've talked to my wife every night. And I'm like, You're like what? hold on, what do you mean you've talked to her every <laughs> night? He's like, yeah, with my with my Garmin, like mm-hmm. I can text her. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know if I can let my wife know about this. She's going to be so mad. I wasn't and mad. So, I was just like, oh, well, that would have been real helpful. Yeah, that would have been really helpful. I was just glad that we did have a good week. But for this trip, we're getting two of the inreaches. Oh, did you hear back from him? No, not yet. But I mean, I yeah. think it's going to happen. That'd be exciting. And so we're just waiting to get them in. Um Plus, we're going like halibut fishing um, out on the ocean. I cannot and so wait. in my mind, I'm like, imagine you dump out of a boat. Some For some reason, there's like a crazy wreck or something like that. Yeah. And now you're out there. That inreach, like you hit the SOS button and, and all of a sudden it's minutes. a beacon to where you are. If you didn't have that, you're just floating out to sea. Yeah. Maybe never That does give found. me a little bit more confidence and like just to be more comfortable with you going there because you're going to be in the wild you know hunting whenever we were in Kodiak and we hunted we were like yards away from mama bear and her cubs and we could have been eaten at any second we did have an inreach when we were up there but so him to go back and then me be here with the kids alone at least I know that within minutes you'll be yeah you'll be rescued because it's right by the coast guard yeah the coast guard has a base their their largest base is on Kodiak and so, yeah, Which if we you hit that, that button, time. like, you may have somebody there within five minutes. Yeah. Literally oh, for five sure, minutes yeah. from the time you hit it to the time they're in the backcountry picking you up. Yeah. So, anyways, we've got a lot of cool stuff happening, but I'll at least be able to communicate with you during it. And then also um, in October, at the end of October, yeah. beginning of November, I'll be gone for elk hunting and mule deer hunting in Colorado. Were you going up there two times or was it just the one? Just the one. Okay. I think I probably will go with you twice, that time. Um, had I drawn a moose tag, but I did not. You did get a deer tag or something in the mail the other day. Did I you get, get yeah, I got a mule deer tag. Okay. And so that's what I'll be hunting. Maybe a black bear. I might can you get, get a black elk bear too license. or no? Yeah, I mean, I can buy an elk tag as well. How much is that? $650. <laughs> I do like elk backstrap. It's really good. It's really. Is good. it worth six hundred and fifty dollars? <laughs> Probably so. Yes. Um, <laughs> Plus another hundred to process it. Eight hundred twenty million billion trillion. trillion. <laughs> Dan's so. referencing a TikTok he just <laughs> he just did. You've got to go watch him. You Listen, do. I'm not. I've never been one to be like, oh man, you guys have to get on TikTok. But I will say, I've been putting we out some fun. pretty funny stuff. You have with the help of me. <laughs> No, he's on TikTok at the Nomadic Outdoorsman. And yeah, like we mentioned earlier, he shares a lot of relatable stuff about hunters, hunting. I've, I've got friends that roll their eyes at me when I tell them about TikTok and they're like, whatever. And, and then they're you like, show okay, them. let me see. And I show them one video and they're like, holy crap, dude, that is really yeah. good stuff. Like, that's funny. No, the one and that we posted taken- on, I posted in your um, an Instagram the other day to a reel and everyone was like, dude, that was funny. Dan's good. That's hilarious. I'm like, oh. Well, I just don't like doing anything half 
half you know what you know like (laughs) i would rather do it whole a and so (laughs) we're keeping this one pg pg i know whenever i do whenever i do them with the guys oh yeah it's they're like hey um so this is going to be explicit content is that okay i'm like i mean i guess i'm like do i have to rate it m for mature (laughs) but anyways i i just like to do it all the way like if i'm gonna do it i want to be the best at it yeah for sure that's why i try to make good videos so if you're on tiktok go hang out with us if not go check it out no worries we're on instagram too and you can watch all of these podcasts as they happen live yep because i've been recording basically all of them yeah so anyways i think uh i think yeah between alaska and colorado it's gonna be like 20 something days total that i'm gonna be gone but i'll actually be able to communicate with you throughout that whole time yeah when we're out in colorado like we do make trips into town um to take a shower or do something like that. And so then I can like FaceTime with you at that point. But either way, with the inReach device, I'll be able to message you. Yeah, and we just visit friends up there, so I stay busy with the kids. Yeah, so really And I honestly mean, I don't have I mean I have a little bit of time to miss you, but I mean I have two crazy kids to keep up with. Actually by that point if surrogacy goes through, actually we may be I don't know when we transferred. Probably be October, November. So well, because we're July, August, September. We'll probably have to make it November. Months away from that. Yeah, we'd probably have to make it November before you until like so. It's when you get back. I don't know. We're not gonna think that far because we're just now starting. Yeah, we'll. I mean, we'll play it by ear as it happens. Mm -hmm. But as long as the due date for that child is not during hunting season what is nine months from like november 1st so basically you have to have it before january oh it'll be like august sorry no you not have it you have to have the transfer done before january oh yeah because starting september is the start of the hunting seasons september 1st is dove followed by archery opener (laughs) followed by our son uh, was born the night before fall turkey dove (laughs) opener yeah I mean, teal season, early goose, it all happened. So basically, September to January is a no-go zone. Well, we'd probably transfer like October, November, which means the baby would be due August or September. So, sorry about it, dude. (laughs) Well, no, January would be due in September then, right? Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So August. Yeah, and you're right. So July, I did the math wrong. It'd be July, August. Oh, good. Good. Well, there you go. That's what we need. Before (laughs) January 1st. (laughs) And we're set. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully, hopefully everything this fall goes well. Hopefully everything with surrogacy goes well. And then what do you have as far as hunting goes? Like, do you have a goal this year? Do you want to shoot a buck? I would like to shoot a buck. I mean, last year that was my goal, but I was very happy to harvest the dough. Yeah. Um, I mean, that was an experience I won't ever forget. Um, but yeah, I think a buck and I, I feel like I want to try to hunt on my own this year i do, do yeah i did enjoy going with you and having you but i don't know Shoot. i know what that means <laughs> that means i'm staying home and with you're the going kids. out hunting have fun babe i should have never got you into this sport <laughs> i mean you're right here and it's only a couple hours but no, i do i think you'd have a lot of fun going i outside. feel like i would like to go that would be my goal and then if i can harvest a buck that way then great there's plenty of them out there. I mean, yes. Oh my gosh, Dan's been showing me all the trail camera pics, and it's crazy. 
there's lots and lots. And even right down here, mm-hmm. there's a couple already. I don't and know if I could go to our big property and hunt by myself. I'd hunt here. You by myself. could not walk out there in the dark <laughs> I would by yourself. Are you kidding me? I would hear a cow and just like start crying. I don't even know. Re- realistically, I don't know how you'll do walking down here, here in the dark and then having to cut into the woods where you can't see anything. I know. And then don't you're going to start don't hearing about crunches. It. Don't about it. I will have like, and I can't have, have can I have a headlamp? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You can have, I mean, you okay. can't like turn it on and use well, it Well, I was just thinking something. if I had like five headlamps. <laughs> That's funny. No, I think I'll be okay well, if we just like. hopefully at that point we've got a four-wheeler because I really want to try to get a four-wheeler. Would that be too loud though? Of our own. No, I would basically just run you down there and drop you off and then come back. Oh, okay. And if I do that 30 or 40 minutes before sunrise, then they'd be okay. like the deer might not even spook. They might just stay bedded wherever they are. Mm-hmm. And then you get up in the tree as I drive off and you're fine. Or, There's a lot of people who only get dropped off at their tree by vehicles. Or if we just get our trail bikes. Ooh, that's class. a good point. Stay tuned. I hope we get those. She's looking at a couple e-bikes, and yeah. it would be amazing. Um, and so, yeah, this fall, hopefully you can get a buck. Mm-hmm. Do you want to try any other type of hunting this fall? Um, I don't know, to be honest. I think just, I think I'll stick with deer for now. I would like to try turkey again. Yeah. When is that, January or no, it's That's in the spring. It, well, it's in the spring, and you can hunt them in the fall. You can do shotgun turkey the entire month of October. Okay. But it's not like calling. It's not setting up decoys. I mean, basically, you're just out there. Some people, what they do is they see them out in the out in the field. Like, say they see them in a group of maybe 10 or 15. Yeah. They will run out there at them get them all to spread out uh-huh. and then what they do is eventually they'll come back and try to meet up with each other in the last spot they were oh really and so yeah people do that as a tactic for oh, turkey hunting. oh in that's fall. interesting i've never done it i've never even really tried to turkey hunt in the fall yeah but i think this year i might try that i feel like i'd like to do turkey again i probably will for a couple years stick with turkey and deer yeah and then you know go from there but I mean, that's good, too, because you can do both of those on this property. Yeah. So. Makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, if we start doing that, I mean, even even in October, we can go sit back in the orchard and try to turkey hunt and just see what happens. Because I have been getting a lot of turkey on camera. They're all over the place here. But you can't, I know in the fall you can turkey hunt for, or you can shoot hens. Oh, really? During turkey season, yeah. Nice. Um, in the spring, you can't. It's only toms. I think I just need to get better at cooking it because yeah. I tend to dry it out. But we've had some that is really moist still. We've so. got those recipe books. We, just <gasps> we need to do, try them. Stephen Ranella, yep. the eater. So we just need to try some of the recipes out of those. Like we found out, we found the ways that we really like to eat deer mm-hmm. um, and elk. Yeah. But some of the other stuff, like pheasant, you mm-hmm. know how... Love pheasant. Pheasant served over rice with gravy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, so had good. that a long time. Well, maybe if I go up and hunt with the guys from High Point Adventures mm-hmm. in North Dakota, I will have a ton of pheasant to bring Ooh, home. 
That would be nice. That is one plus to him going to Alaska. I'm super excited for the boxes of meat you're bringing back. And berries. Meat, oh, berries, my gosh. Salmon, hal- berries, blueberries. Halibut, salmon. salmon, rockfish. Teriyaki salmon fresh from Alaska. I cannot Ooh. wait. We're going to, I mean, luckily we have like 48 freezers here. Yeah. How many, realistically, how many freezers do you think there are? In here? Between both garages. There's not, it's not as many, I think, as you think. One, two, three, four, five. Those are refrigerators, the two on the left. Well, fridges, freezers. Okay, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, maybe like eight. But they're like big. Eight out here? Yeah. And how many in the other garage? Oh, I counted two over there. Two? Yeah. There's like eight over there. Fridges? Freezers Okay, and so maybe we have like 15. <laughs> we have a lot. But our personal deep freeze that we use right outside the oh, door, yeah. it's, I mean, we have that, those big legs that we need a, the deer, I don't yeah. even know, hindquarters, is that what it's called? Yeah, so we had we some hindquarters that we never fully processed, um, like never packaged up individually yeah. or anything, or did anything more than cutting the quarters off. Can you just smoke that over, like, why don't you guys do that at the, well, we can, my trash bash. <laughs> we can do something like that, but. Um, we actually lost all of our meat. I've already talked about that on the podcast, but yeah, it's still um, sore subject. It is a sore subject. It always is. But do you, are you getting questions over there? No, I'm I just see keeping you keep looking at your phone. No, I was just keeping an eye. Is anybody saying anything? Someone said to get a German shepherd. No, they don't hunt, right? They're good guard dogs. My mom has one. I mean, I would love to have two dogs. I would love he to said have there's like a, barks and growls if anything comes on the property. So yeah, they're good guard dogs, but yeah. Hunting. Well, even just having a dog, like you can get any type of dog. And if it's a good family dog, it'll probably be protective of your house. Yeah. But I want a dog used for hunting. Like that is number one priority. For sure. Hunting, but but yeah, and a good family dog too. Well, and it'll just make you feel more secure. You know, even if it doesn't like attack somebody, just having a big dog here will make you feel more secure oh, definitely. As, far as, as far as if someone showed up that wasn't supposed to be here. Okay, someone just commented, what's up? Your TikToks are spot on with my wife and I come hunting season. That That's, <laughs> that's funny. Awesome. Yeah, all of the TikToks I do end up being hunting related. Or and like, typically they are pain points for married couples. Yeah. So. Because it's just like, I mean, we've experienced, there's most of the time I'm like cool with him going hunting and you know, we think it's, we like do some that way, but then there's a lot where we just hit the points of, we have a ton of friends who their wives don't let them go out very much, or at least not as much as I do. And no shame in that, but we hear all the stories. And so we're just kind of like (laughs) hit on those, but that's really funny, Eddie. Yeah, we get, I mean, all the ones that go viral are the ones that Get shared, and Eddie said he always shares them with her. (laughs) That's funny. Well, I always see people tagging their spouse. Yeah. You're like, oh. It cracks me up, especially the ones that are kind of personal. Like, you know about all the ones that I do. Oh, yeah. It's not like a surprise or it's not like real and offensive. Yeah. It's just pain points that we've seen with other people, Mm -hmm. and you're just like, okay, yeah, I know (laughs) I'm not that, but someone else At first, his TikTok started out to be like, hunting outdoor podcast and now it's turned to like wife and husband hunting exactly (laughs) situations now i just need all forty four thousand followers on tiktok to go listen to come listen to the podcast for real all right if you're watching his live right now you're almost at 10k listens what 9400 9300 like that yeah 
Let's get this guy to 10K. His birthday's next week. You're going to be 33. Isn't that right? Yeah. I'm like, I kind of forget nowadays. I do too. I'm like, I don't have um, any idea. He shares all kinds of stuff. Hunting, fishing. Have you talked much about camping and like just outdoors? Not really. Yeah. But I mean, hopefully I can get Steven on the show soon. Oh my gosh. You have to. There's a really good story. Maybe I'll reach out and see if he's available tonight or tomorrow. Yeah. Or honestly, just do it over Zoom or like Bluetooth, you no. know? Why? Because this is like, I mean, this is this fun. Is yeah. So much better. Yeah. And then we could have Brad like there or Drew or somebody. Yeah, that's true. It's just harder sometimes the more people you get on the show. No, like, it's way down. better. The in the past couple of weeks, he did um, a little recording sesh with bunch of guys around he was like this is what it's about like i loved having to have all four, the guys here four dudes all with their own headsets yeah. mics everything it felt really cool and it was a lot of fun like there was never a dull spot well it took me a while to get used to the like way of podcasting that you wanted to do it's very chill very laid back just like yeah. a conversation when i listened to oh, podcasts man. you were like i want like a 10 point per yeah when i listen to a podcast it. i'm most of them that i listen to are like business or like entrepreneur or like just growth and stuff and so it's like do this this and this like it's very structured so then whenever we were um i forget what we were doing oh painting sis's house and we were listening to um mark kenyon and wire to hunt and i it was a very relaxed feel and after hearing that i'm like dan that's exactly how your podcast is like it's yeah. very relaxed it's very chill and but it's still like great content like good listening and i'm like okay i get it and so yeah. whenever you're like oh my gosh we had a blast just chilling there in the smokehouse um you know doing recording i was like oh cool well there's too many like pretentious hunters out there that are like all of okay, these things, so. this is the only way to do it. Yeah. Like if you don't play the wind and if you don't have a saddle system and if you don't wear Sitka gear and if you don't like all of this different <laughs> stuff, then you're yeah. not a real hunter. And I'm like, dude, you can hunt a thousand different ways. Yeah. Like I've hunted in all sorts of different clothing. Yeah. I hardly ever use scent control. I play the wind. I do not. Yeah. I don't wash your clothes in a certain detergent. Oh, no. My clothes are either hanging up in the closet currently or like... I wear them to work that day and, and then accidentally spill gas on them. And no, I'm not killing 300 inch deer, but. But we don't have 300 inch deer. We don't have 300 <laughs> inch deer here. Like we're consistently taking decent deer off the property. Yeah. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy a separate washer and dryer just oh, to wash my clothes. There not. are people who actually have a separate washing machine and dryer just Are for hunting serious? clothes. But honestly, I mean, if that makes them feel comfortable and if that makes them, you know, it's like wearing lucky underwear, like lucky no, socks. No, and I'm fine with that. They can do it however they but want. But yeah, to just explain that I just don't like when that's... people preach that this is the only way. Yeah. It is a way. It may be the best way, but honestly, just say it's one way to do it. Yeah, that's true. Which is my take on it. I don't, I'll go out there and eat. I'll pee off my tree stand it doesn't matter like i think i was eating skittles in the deer stand in yeah, november <laughs> like, it's fine so well, the more i mean the deer are just gonna get comfortable with you and know what to expect yeah and if you want to go like all out and it makes you feel even if it gives you like more confidence to be fully scent free or you know yeah. the illusion of scent free um to and have all it. the gadgets to have all the gear to have the uh clothing and everything then yeah. go ahead that's fine it doesn't bother me at all. And if it makes you feel more confident, maybe you'll have better success. Yeah, that's true. So, but 
I'll do it my way and don't tell me that I'm wrong for doing it. <laughs> I mean, the mounts say otherwise, so. It's true. None of them are like monsters, but I'm more than happy with every one of them. Yeah. So we'll see. This fall is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, the freezer. Well, the freezer was completely. <laughs> the freezer full. was. We had <laughs> right like now two it's years with all vegetables, and, and we've got like a month and a half worth of meat. Yeah, we got a lot of pig. That's true. Hey, so meat is meat. It is. Some people say that, and I'm like, oh, it's not really. <laughs> like, go eat a possum, and then tell me it's as well, good as an no elk thanks. steak. Um, but we can wrap this one up. Well, thanks for having me on again, babe. Yeah. What is this? Four? Four Pete? Five Pete? I think four. You're, it's like every time you see somebody else creeping up on like the most I'm like, nope, I got to get back on. <laughs> you're like, we talk all about? right, babe, what do you want to talk about? Did you want to talk about, or did we on the last episode, I can't remember, um, getting permission on property? I think we did. did I've we? mentioned it on a couple different podcasts talking about you being my wingman. Yeah. And that was on the rabbit hunt. Okay. And so I think we've talked about that on several or I've talked about it on several, just bringing it up to people like, dude, take your girlfriend or your wife and yep. go get permission. Exactly. So it works like a charm. It did. We need to start looking at doing that again this year, see if we can get some more. And then I'll just have you stay home and I'll go hunt <laughs> it once I have permission. Hey, thanks, babe. Okay, see ya. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Here's, you know what? I've got your your fee for helping, which is a Target. freezer full of steaks. Target gift card. <laughs> what? No. Not paying for a Target gift card. <laughs> really? <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up. Oh, before I do, where can people follow you? Oh, <laughs> I should probably do that. And mm-hmm. well, start with that. Okay, so we are. I say we because I share a lot of stuff with Dan and I and the family um, on Instagram, TikTok. We are Dan and Sam. Um, He's mentioned before we renovate RVs, so we have a website, wearedanandsam.com. So, yeah, we share everything about family, marriage, travel, um, a lot about RVs and our business and surrogacy journey. So we're on a journey to help a couple bring their baby into this world, and we will carry the baby for them. So, yeah, share all about that. Pretty sweet. And last little bit, this episode, or this section of the episode is called Emptying the Chamber. So you need to leave us with a final word, whatever that looks like. Um, okay, I'll say, ladies, if you're listening, just let your man go hunting. Like, it's something that I've found over the seven years of marriage. Dang, we're almost at eight years of marriage. That guys need recreation. Like, it's one of their, like, love languages and one of their, like, needs is recreation and Dan constantly even like at the start of our marriage anytime he would go hunting or fishing or whatever he would always come back like so grateful so thankful and like asking how he can help and you know not everyone is the same but I feel like the more I allowed him or the more I was like not allowed him that sounds bad but the more like he went hunting and I was cool with him going hunting the like happier he was the more he would come home like just super helpful and thankful and so you kind of it may seem kind of productive to like let him be gone more and then it'll like turn out good for you but just let him go hunting and like I don't know go off some girl time yeah 
I mean, I I would even say like once a week. Well, you're saying let me go hunting. Yeah. And then you go have some girl time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, like, you're like, let him go hunting and, and have, have some, girl. some girl time. Like, wait. I what? mean, you better not know. This is totally different than what I was expecting. <laughs> Coug- cougar hunting. Oh, my gosh. Um. I yeah. guess that I mean, we had a lot. I think every guy on the planet is going to be thanking you right now. Like, hey, bro, you're welcome. Tell your wife thank you for being the best hunting. Just share this ever. podcast with her and tell her to listen to the end. That of would it. be a fun episode, though, to like have me and you, and then another. Hunter oh yeah, another and couple. Wife, yeah, or another couple that hunts yeah. or whatever on the podcast and just chat all about it. Yeah. Or maybe we could do one just of the hunting pain points. Like, all right, this does get yes. kind of old. That would be a good topic, honestly. Write that down. There's been a couple people who have done it. So we just need to find a good couple to do that episode with. All right. Well, thanks for being on, babe. Thank you. Love you. Love you. And that is going to wrap it up for this episode of the podcast. I really enjoyed sitting down talking with you, babe. I know. I had a blast. Thank you. I hope that if you're listening to this, you either listen to it with a significant other or spouse, or you're going to share it with them. And I think my wife is probably one of the best hunting wingmen ever. (laughs) Like when I need someone to come hunting with me, if I like call my buddy and I'm like, dude, you should come hunting. I always say, Hey babe, you should probably call their wife and see if they want to hang out. And then that's like almost a guarantee that they get to come hunting with me. Yep. So we've got it worked out. You're kind of great. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed this episode. And if nothing else, I hope it encouraged you to try to get your spouse out hunting. Um, if, you know, you don't have the free time by yourself, maybe you can take them out and introduce them yeah, to together. the sport that you love. I think that'd be really cool. Um, but if you haven't already, please hop on whatever platform you're listening on and leave a review and a rating. That helps us out. As far as getting the podcast out to more people, the more ratings and reviews that I have, I think the more that those platforms push it out to people who uh, have like-minded interests. And so, yeah, I appreciate you guys doing that. And go follow us, follow along on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. We share Send me all a message. the fun things. I love connecting with people. And I would love to just hear about you, hear what you're interested in, and maybe get some pictures and like hey, dude, check this out. I just had success duck hunting in Arkansas or something like that. Yeah. So. Go and make memories. Always choose adventure and God bless. Wow. You just stole that (laughs) right out from under me. All right. (laughs)